You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cougars. Welcome into a special edition of the podcast. We are celebrating BYU being a member of the Big 12 Conference on this edition. It's officially official, folks. We've talked about it all week long for more than a week, honestly, on the podcast. But I just felt like there was more to say about this absolutely momentous occasion for the BYU Athletic Department. We'll let you hear from Big 12 Commissioner Bob Bowlesby as well as BYU Athletic Director Tom Homo. Both of them speaking to the media during a press conference earlier on today. So... Not a lot on the docket besides that, so let's get into it here, folks. Let's talk BYU and the Big 12. This is the Locked on Cougars podcast. What's up, my friends? I'm Jake Hatch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thank you again for taking some time to join us right here on your only daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Yes, it is a Friday. Yes, it is Friday afternoon when I'm recording this. But you know what? When momentous occasions take place, it necessitates that I sit down and knock out a podcast. And today might be one of the most impactful days in BYU history. I mean that without a shadow of a doubt. Uh, In particular, it might be the most momentous day in BYU athletics history. Uh, Recently, many of you probably who listened throughout the summer will recall we did the 100 seasons of BYU football. BYU started playing intercollegiate sports, if you count Brigham Young Academy, back in the 1880s, 1890s, and then started football in 1896, and then officially, according to BYU, began collegiate football or intercollegiate football in 1922. This date, September 10th, 2021 is quite possibly the most impactful date in BYU athletics history, and for good reason. You are joining the top level of the sport of those of the sports world that you compete in, the NCAA. You're going to be a part of the quote unquote big time. It is an absolutely phenomenal accomplishment. And you know what? I'm going to let you guys hear it once again. Here you go. The announcement officially coming from the Big 12 about BYU being admitted as a member of that conference. Good morning. On behalf of my colleagues on the board of directors of the Big 12 conference, I'm delighted to welcome Brigham Young University into the Big 12. The Big 12 presidents and chancellors began this process of adding members with the focus to strengthen the conference. The addition of BYU with its rich tradition of athletic success and outstanding academic credentials enhances the prestige and the competitiveness of the league on a national scale. And I say it sets us on a path to even greater success. A bigger, stronger, more national Big 12 is a great thing for college athletics and certainly Brigham Young University brings a broad national interest to the Big 12. I look forward to working with President Wortham on behalf of my colleagues on the board. We know that we will benefit from your experience and your leadership. I know that each institution in the Big 12 looks forward to welcoming you to their campus. And I and members of the Red Raider family look forward to seeing you when we visit 
Provo. Again, welcome to the Big 12. There you go, Lawrence Skuvenik. I hope I pronounced that correctly. He is the president of Texas Tech University, also is the chairman of the board of trustees or the board of directors, whatever it is. Uh, he said the board of directors, yeah. So board of directors for the Big 12 Conference announcing that BYU is a member of the Big 12. And folks, it just feels like we're at the end of what has been a long, long windy as all get out journey how good does it feel really how good does this feel i know that there are probably some of you who have been anticipating this for years actually have talked to a couple of you just off of the record i guess is what we technically call it just in phone calls and text messages who have indicated that the the substance the build-up everything that went in to this moment it's like wow we're here And it feels surreal. Uh, Honestly, folks, I'm not going to lie. When I first saw that release from the Big 12 Conference come out on their Twitter feed today, I had to double and triple check to make sure that blue check mark was next to their name and I wasn't being punked or reading an Onion article that they had thrown out there. It's an absolutely incredible day if you're a fan of Brigham Young University. The money that's going to come in, huge, absolutely. The ability to compete at the highest level of the sport, Great. But more importantly, this is the end of a decade-long pursuit that many BYU fans, yours truly included, probably gave up on a time or two and gave up is probably too strong of a term, but I'd kind of lost hope, I guess is the easiest way to say it. I, at one point, and I'm not too recent past, thought that BYU was going to remain independent for the long term. I felt like they had finally found their groove, had kind of found their niche as an independent program, and that's what they were going to be for the foreseeable future. Well, circumstances be what they are, BYU is now going to be a member of the Big 12 Conference. It is an absolutely incredible day in Cougar Nation, and I hope you all are feeling that just feeling of, wow, they did it. They finally did it after all. All those years, all those debates, the hours upon hours upon hours spent debating this online, in forums online, on Twitter, and various social media platforms, no matter where it was, maybe just talking with your friends or amongst your family, all of those many, many hours of saying, well, you think BYU can compete at the big time? Well, now you're going to get the chance. And that is the absolutely incredible part about this. I wanted to play a clip here from Tom Homo, BYU's athletic director, about uh, the 2016 debacle when the Big 12 reportedly was looking at expanding and ultimately did not. Well, Tom Homo actually feels like that laid the groundwork all those years ago for what happened today. Here you go. Six years ago, people thought it might have been a failure when we didn't get into the Big 12. But at that point in time, our coaches and our student athletes and administration determined this isn't going to be a failure. This is going to be a launching point. So if you say the last couple of months, I'd say the last six years has been not a full court press, but it's just been a constant effort with all of us together to try to make it happen. We didn't know who where or when. And then I'd say in in recent weeks, the stars aligned and it all came together. And I think it's just a tribute to all the effort from decades past that when the time came, we were ready. So there you go. Tom Homo saying that BYU kind of just pulled themselves up by their bootstraps in 2016 and just carried on. And it laid the groundwork essentially for what is happening today. It's an absolutely marvelous, marvelous day. And by the way, 
we all, all of us, myself, my fellow media compatriots, any of you out there within the sound of my voice, we all owe a huge thank you to Tom Homo. This does not get done. This day, it does not happen without his tireless efforts at, at helping BYU. Honestly, Tom Homo, maybe similar to Lavelle Edwards, now deserves a statue built on BYU's campus outside Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Uh, based on what I understand, BYU is not so much into building statues uh, anymore, at least. They have a, a number of statues on campus, but at least the, the way I understand it is they don't really have plans to put up statues. I'm going to tell you what, folks. Based on just this day alone, getting BYU to this point, his many, many years of service, what is he, uh, 16, 17, 18 years of service now as the athletic director in Provo, Tom Homo has accomplished more than many other folks could ever hope to accomplish in BYU history, and there's been a ton of accomplishments in BYU's history. I want to let you guys hear from Kevin Worthen, BYU's president, the university president. Well, his one and only uh, Q&A in today's thing, I think it paid really, really cool tribute to Tom Homo. It's hard to describe how central Tom is to, to our program. It's true of any athletic director anywhere. But the very embodiment of what the values of BYU are, uh, understanding the world in the very dynamic world of college athletics. Um, as I said at the beginning, th this would not have happened without Tom Homo. And in my confidence going forward, there's risks, as Tom said, with anything that we do. My confidence going forward is uh, heightened considerably by the fact that we have Tom Homo here. So he, he's agreed to stay at least as long as I did. He hasn't said that yet. Not even to me, for that matter. Uh, but but that's uh, he really is the person, the one single person that this could not have happened without. And I think that will be true going forward in the future. There you go. Kevin Worthen, BYU University president and BYU University president. Well, you stands for you. You know what? Let it be. But really, really cool things from him saying, you know what? This is all thanks to Tom and Tom. There have been a lot of people out there who wanted Tom Homo fired at different points during the independent era over various things, let's be honest. I think today you got to be thanking your lucky stars that he is still running BYU Athletics, and it sure looks like he is going to continue to do that moving forward. All right, coming up here in just a moment, we'll continue playing some of the sound, just kind of reveling in the historic nature of today. Uh, let me elaborate a little bit more on why I think this might be the most momentous day in BYU Athletics history. We'll dig into more of that in just a moment. Today's podcast, a special edition, is brought to you by our friends over at Built Bar. And folks, if you want to support BYU football in particular and BYU's walk-on student athletes even more so, support our friends over at Built Bar. The Built brand of companies has stepped to the plate via a name, image, and likeness deal with all BYU football players. All scholarship players will be receiving one thousand dollar lump sums for their participation in the name image and likeness deal with the built brand of companies but the BYU walk-ons and more in particular 39 of them of the 123 man roster their tuition is being paid by Nick Grimm
Greer and Company over there at Built. Well, if you want to support that, support Built and get the best tasting protein bars and stock them in your pantry. They are the best tasting protein bars that I have ever had, and I mean that sincerely. I am a huge fan of all of them. They have nine base flavors available at all times that obviously have uh, what they call limited time flavors. Right now, they have a banana cream puff flavor that is to die for. So if you want to get over to Built.com, order that now, and while you're there at Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, for 15% off your order. Like I mentioned before, and I'll continue to mention it, if you want to support BYU football, support our friends at Built Bar. Another reason why I believe that this is the most momentous day possibly in BYU history, BYU athletics history in particular, is simply because this was a day that I ultimately did not think ultimately would come. In the current day and age of college athletics, the uh, era that we're living in, the PC nature, all that stuff that's out there. I really felt like BYU's message was something they were going to have to stand alone on on many, many accounts. And I thought that was going to exist in athletics. I thought BYU's best bet was to make make do with what they were doing in independent, try and build themselves into an attractive program in that realm, and keep their other sports in the West Coast Conference, who are all faith-based universities, who understand the rigors and the stresses that BYU is under. Is it a perfect solution? Absolutely not. Today is an absolutely momentous occasion because it's an upgrade in particular for the other BYU sports not named BYU Men's Volleyball. Men's Volleyball will remain in the Mountain Pacific Sports Federation, which they have been in for decades now, and very happy to be there. All other sports are getting a massive upgrade in terms of their overall competition. The Big 12 is big time in every sport as compared to what the West Coast Conference was. I understand the West Coast Conference had the national championship in soccer. BYU cross country won a national championship on the women's side of things this past year in cross country. The men's team has won it in the recent past as well. But the Big 12, it brings more money, it brings more competition, better athletes, more exposure. There is just so many good things about this. And the fact that this is an all-sports move for BYU, it is a godsend. There's no doubt about that. BYU is being just blessed, honestly. And Lavelle's smiling somewhere, folks. I truly believe that. Lavelle Edwards would have loved to have seen the program that he nurtured and cared for for three decades, won a national championship with it. He would have loved this day to see that gritty underdog team that he led to being the top team in the sport. He would have loved to have seen them playing at this level. I Love this for BYU, folks. I cannot express enough how great of a day this is for the Cougars, and that is why I truly believe this might be the most momentous day or most important day, I guess, in BYU athletics history. It is truly something that needs to be chronicled, honestly. It's been a decade-long wander in the wilderness, if you will go with me on that. And BYU made the best of wandering in the wilderness that was independence. There is absolutely no doubt about that. They made the best of their situation. But 
they are now in the quote-unquote promised land. They have made it to the big time. They have made it to the top of the mountain, so to say, and now they get their chance to compete at the top level of the sports that you know and love and care about, in particular in football, men's basketball. This is an absolutely elite basketball conference. I think we're kind of letting the basketball side of this kind of fall by the wayside because we all know that football is driving this decision, but the fact that you're putting together this stellar of a lineup of basketball, it's going to be an absolutely incredible league to compete in in men's basketball. Women's basketball, no slouch either. But the fact that all sports are getting this upgrade, it's utterly phenomenal. It's just, it, 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 it's a day, folks, I could not let this day go by without talking about it. I couldn't wait till Monday to talk about it. It needed to go out now. So whenever you're listening to this, just celebrate, folks. This is absolutely awesome for BYU. Now, a couple of notes here uh, before we move on to some other topics. And actually, we're going to have a special conversation with a dear friend of mine who is a huge BYU fan that I think he can lend more of the perspective from the fan element that we'll get to as we wrap up today's show. We'll get to that in just a moment. But uh, one quote I wanted to play here from Bob Bowlesby uh, was that BYU obviously was a program who has some unique characteristics about it, in particular, the Sunday play issue. Well, the question was asked, what about the Sunday play? Was it something that you guys considered during this process? And Bob Bowlesby was pretty straightforward on that topic. I wouldn't call it a concern. I'd call it a consideration. Um, We had... Uh, very open and frank discussions about it. Um, everybody has their eyes wide open. Uh, we understand that there are um, there are scheduling considerations that are going to have to be taken into account. And uh, you know, like uh, like all of our members, uh, some are in remote locations. Some have more difficult transportation issues than others. Uh, some are um, a, a longer ways away. Uh, you know, those are all things that you you think about as you um, consider institutions and, and even as you work together within your league. But um, that is something that uh, is baked in uh, when you consider a, uh, uh, a university uh, like BYU. And so we uh, will we'll do what's necessary to respect and honor um, those uh, requirements and uh, you know, we got to the point where we didn't feel like it was uh, it was going to be an issue. Uh, we're not uh, likely to be playing football games on Sunday. We we don't uh, we we have events right now that are that are contested on Sunday, and they may have they will have to be modified uh, to in order to uh, accommodate uh, BYU. But that we're willing to do that, and uh, um, frankly, uh, BYU is. Uh, an attractive enough institution that uh, that I, I consider that a very small consolation uh, in in having them be a part of our organization. So playing on Sundays for BYU was a consideration, not a concern. And BYU will be able to play. Excuse me, they will be able to avoid playing games on Sundays. The Big 12 is doing what the WAC did. They're doing what the Mountain West did. They're doing what the West Coast Conference has done for many, many years, and that is to accommodate BYU's Sunday play issue. This 
is a great, great day, folks. BYU's doing things the right way. Bob Bowlesby later told BYU Sports Nation earlier today that it'll be a 50% revenue share for BYU. And some folks out there, I think, got a little upset about that. But think about this, folks. If the revenue share is sitting somewhere around 38 to $40 million and you're getting 50% of that, hmm, that is a $20 million payday before the next media rights deal goes into effect. And oh, by the way, at that point, you're a full share member. That, for BYU, they're getting a lot of money. Uh, PK, myself, uh, Patrick Kinahan reporting earlier this morning that also, if the Big 12 and Oklahoma and Texas come to an agreement on a buyout, well, BYU will also benefit from that. It's coming up all kinds of jackpots and dollar signs for BYU right now, folks. And obviously, you got to reinvest that money the right way. Make sure that you cover your bases and all that stuff. But this is an absolutely incredible day for BYU athletics. And it needs to be a day that is remembered. Obviously, September 10th, 2021, the year may fade. But let's hope that September 10th going forward is... I guess BYU Big 12 Day or Big 12 Miss, whatever you want to call it, it needs to be commemorated because it's absolutely just an incredible moment in BYU football history. And it's, it's a good moment, by the way, for the three other programs, Cincinnati, Houston, as well as um, UCF, them getting into the Big 12, this is a similar type impact for them because they're finally cashing in as well. Their ship, so to say, is coming in, and this is a really, really cool day, and I am looking forward to covering the Big 12. So, hashtag sustain the 12, folks. Get behind it. It's going to be a fun, fun time, and support your fellow schools if you if, if you will go with me on that because obviously BYU is not going in until 2023, but... It's time to celebrate, folks. It is here. BYU has entered the promised land. All right, coming up in just a moment, we'll wrap up today's show. Uh, One of your own, one of the BYU fans that I know well, a guy who works with me at the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah, Jeremy Potter, joins me next to give more of a fan perspective on what went down today. We'll get to that in just a moment. Today's podcast is brought to you in part by our friends over at Rock Auto. Of course, Rock Auto wants to save you guys time and money when taking care of your vehicles, but more importantly than that, they want to make sure that you guys have the power, the tools, the know-how to take care of your vehicles. Their website is absolutely incredible. You go over there, you search out your vehicle. For example, I drove a Chevrolet Cruze. I can go in there, look at my Chevrolet Cruze, the year, the make, the model, and then all of a sudden, it's just like it kind of lays out and has every part under the sun. And it says, okay, do you need a blinker light? You click on that, it gives you four to five options there. Do you need a new type of motor oil? Gives you every option available to you guys. You can select what you like, search by price, search by manufacturer. You can customize it to your needs and then you pay for it and it ships directly to your door. It's a family owned business, been doing this for online for over 20 years and they'd love to help you guys take care of your vehicle. Get to rockauto.com and make sure while you're there, please, to mention Locked On or Locked On Cougars in the How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you guys amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car, truck, or SUV will ever need. That's rockauto.com. Joined now by a guy that many of you that probably have listened to the radio station or work for the Zone Sports Network probably have not heard of, but he is the backbone of everything we do. He's also a huge BYU fan to boot, Jeremy Potter. How are you, sir? I'm great. How are you doing? Doing all right. Thanks for sitting down for a minute with me. I thought this was kind of an interesting conversation I wanted to have with you because... 
you very much have been uh, talking with me for years now about BYU, where they're going in the future. So now today, September 10th, 2021, you see BYU announce that they are a member of the Big 12. What is your reaction? You know, I am I am very excited. I woke up this morning. Uh, I saw the little tweet from Tom Homo. That was <laughs> the pretty, eyeballs emoji. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty exciting. Uh-huh. Um, my ten year old son, he was awake. I showed it to him. He started jumping up and down. So th- he knew what it meant. Sure. So he was excited for it. Um, it means it means a lot. Yeah. You know, it, it's uh, you know, to me, independence has been awesome, but it's time to. It's time to grow up. Well, I think the big thing, and you grew up in Idaho, if I'm not mistaken, right? That is right. Yes. Where Whereabouts? I am from Blackfoot. Blackfoot. So southeastern Idaho. Yep. yep. Where a huge contingent of BYU fans. Large. Are from. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like I, my grandfather's from southeastern Idaho as well, so I am fully aware of the how BYU. It's a brand that is both global, national, even it's central as well here in Utah and kind of the, up into the greater Idaho area. So you've been around BYU most of your life. I think most BYU fans, and correct me if I'm wrong here, you've wanted to see BYU compete at the top level of this sport. Am I wrong? Oh, absolutely. You know... And speaking of football in general. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, as a... Is this fan, mm-hmm. you know, I think may, maybe it's arrogance, but hey, we're already there playing at a high level. Sure. Now we just need everybody else to realize that too. Okay. To well, want to play, you know. To let you play, I guess. To let you play. There's yeah. a good one. Yes. Let you in the door and have, have that opportunity. So now, uh, obviously, BYU is still waiting. It's going to be 2023 before they ultimately get into the conference here. What do you want to see from the football program? Maybe it's the basketball program. What do you want to see the Cougars do in the lead up to actually entering the Big 12 now? You know, I kind of want to see, don't don't lay an egg. Okay. You know, um, I know we've got a much tougher schedule this year than last year. That's not a secret. And that's not by any fault of, you know, BYU. But It's COVID-19's fault. Yeah. But don't go out and lay an egg now. You know, hey, hey uh, we got the invite. We're there. But now prove it. You know, you've got eight other schools that are now looking at you. And and to be completely honest, all right, fan here. I am now a Big 12 fan. I am rooting very hard for Iowa State. Mm-hmm. You know, I want all those, you know, uh, of course, right? Yeah. But I kind of think you'd be a fool to think that the other schools aren't doing that to us. You know, looking at us and be like, all right, we let you in, now prove it. Prove why you belong here. I, I think that's actually a very good point. I hadn't even necessarily considered that because it is going to be a period now because they're going to play, they're playing the independent schedule this year. BYU's going to play an independent schedule next year. So there are, so there's 12 games on next year's schedule, there's 11 still on this schedule. That's 23 games plus two potential bowl games, so 25 games between now and BYU showing up and saying, we're members of the Big 12 officially. <laughs> and it's actually, that's a pretty good sample size of what you're talking about, just to kind of the prove it. Like, show us what you're made of here. You know, outside of uh, Matt Wells at Texas Tech and, um, you know, Gary Patterson at TCU, mm-hmm. a lot of them, I'm sure they've heard of BYU. They're aware, obviously. Sure. But, you know, those two coaches have experience. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's others, obviously. They've played them. Yeah. But, 
Gary Patterson's aware of BYU, and so is Matt Wells. Well, absolutely. They have intimate knowledge <laughs> right. of competing against BYU head-to-head. And obviously, I'm sure their knowledge will be spread around to these other teams and over the next two or so years or whatever it is. But I just I wanted to kind of get your feel for it because I grew up a guy around BYU, but my relationship with them has shifted in the last 10 years I've been working in the media. I, I now look at them through a media sphere versus just sure, sure. pure fandom. And yours probably has been changed a little bit because you now work in our radio station, but I under, you I felt like you have more of a sense of what the true diehard Cougar fan their feeling on today's development was. I have some friends, uh-huh. and they know who they are, who I got texts from this morning, uh, a little back and forth. You know, uh, we had a steak dinner, decided that we were going to go out for that 10 years ago. That didn't happen. Then, all right, you know, five years ago, then that didn't happen. Well, guess what we're doing tonight? Steak dinner. Steak dinner. All right, where are you guys going? You know, to be determined. Okay, well, I, I would recommend Ruth's Chris. Really take them for all they're worth if you can. Ruth's Chris it is. Tyler. <laughs> all right. Well, Jeremy, thanks for taking the time, man. Awesome. Hey, thank you. There you go, Jeremy Potter. Thank him for taking the time. And thank you guys for taking the time on this special edition of Locked On Cougars. You want to make this weekend just the best weekend maybe ever in BYU history? Beat Utah, snap that streak tomorrow night. Get out to Lavelle Edwards Stadium, cheer on the Cougars, and let's see how things go tomorrow night. And we'll do a post-game edition after this game wraps up. It'll probably be posted early Sunday morning, considering how late this game is going to go. But nonetheless, a huge thank you once again for your guys' support of the podcast, as always. And until next time, I hope you all are doing great. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast, Big 12 edition, as we celebrate the most momentous day in BYU football history.